Hello, everybody. It is Halloween night, 2023, the year of our Lord. And, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm going live in the studio, just in case anybody's bored. Uh, feel free to type a question in. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a few things tonight. It's been a busy month. Uh, really has. I wanted to get at least one more episode in. I uh, have uh, James Bond uh, review of The Living Daylights coming soon, uh, which I'll get to you. And uh, But it's not going to be this month, <laughs> but... November, November. November is a big game, James Bond month anyway. It's kind of like how the whole thing started because of uh, the whole Bond marathon in November uh, about uh, 10 years ago, <laughs> which unfortunately they don't do anymore on TV. Uh, anyway, anyway, that's a different discussion for a different podcast. This is the Halloween, Halloween Night Live with Hambo. Uh, a few things to talk about tonight. Uh, I've watched, I bought and paid for uh, Tales from the Dark Side, the whole DVD set, uh, which I got it for a great price on eBay, and uh, I'll be going over some episodes of that. Also, I've been doing uh, Inktober on YouTube, on my one of my YouTube channels called uh, 10 Second Cartooning. Uh, I've been doing a new uh, uh, monster or Halloween-oriented uh, person or monster every day and posting it on my uh, 10 second cartooning uh, YouTube channel and doing some short videos on each not maybe not not all of them but on certain ones and kind of showing you a before and after it's been kind of fun even though it's kept me pretty busy but it's good it's got some good content on there um, and the most recent Halloween movies, which hasn't been much, so I'm going to go a little bit more into Tales from the Dark Side. And uh, yeah, so if you're bored, you know, you got nothing going on, or you watched all the movies you can't, you could, hey, you can listen here. You can listen here. Um, I know all the holidays can kind of bring you down if you let them. If you let them, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. Some of us don't have parties to go to. Uh, anymore <laughs> maybe at one time we did not no more not no more and uh that is a bummer i, I wish there were some kind of parties that worth that were worth dressing up to go to but alas uh the older you get uh the more people uh get married and called to life and uh it's a bummer it's a bummer and that's some the something for my younger v- listeners to uh think about like uh, once you get out of college, the parties, especially the Halloween parties, start to go down the crapper, <laughs> and uh, rare they become rare. You be you know unless you're a big social uh, fiend, uh, uber social fiend, um, they're just not out and about. You really got to seek them out, and you got to try hard. You got to go either to the uh, certain places that are having them or just get a research. Um, but yeah, it's all holidays really are romantic holidays. If you, if you think about it, it's all, 
but Halloween's probably the lesser of all the all of them, where it's just like you feel left out if you don't have anybody to hang with or a significant other. And it it's all really all holidays are kind of can be tough on single people. And uh, I'm here to definitely uh, uh, contest to that. And uh, since and hence that's why I'm doing this here. And doing it, doing it for the people, doing it for the single people, especially. Um, Tales from the Dark Side. You know, I talked about this before. Last year, I did a, a little um, ditty. Uh, it was on YouTube. Uh, they have this episode. I think it's called Halloween Halloween Candy. I think is the episode where, uh, which I'm going to try to watch that one tonight. Uh, where a little uh, visitor ends up to. Uh, it's basically Scrooge. Um, during Halloween, the guy refuses to give out candy to a trick-or-treater late at night, and bad things happen. And uh, the first episode, Tales from the Dark Side, trick-or-treat, is very similar, where the guy is, uh, the main antagonist is basically a, a kind of a Scrooge, and he holds the whole town um, hostage by the money that they owe him. And he, he says, well, you can get it all back if your little kids come into my house all dressed up in, uh, you know, Halloween uh, statues and Halloween uh, special effects, sounds, fake lightning. He's freaking the kids out. If they can find the IOUs slips in hidden throughout his house, then the family can be off the hook and they don't have to pay the guy. So it's... It's probably one of the best episodes of Tales from the Dark Side, and it's the first episode, and it's directed by Bob Balaban, who's uh, also known as kind of a slightly comedic actor um, in the 80s and, and 90s. You don't see him as much anymore, uh, but uh, excellent episode. It's the, one of the best, and uh, I could have sworn that they used the Tales from the Dark Side movie. Uh, not Tales from the Dark Side movie. That's, that's a whole other thing. Tales from the Dark Side music in this episode during the bear because there's a part where he uh hits a bear and the bear kind of moves forward and uh growls uh when when the kids leave and all that so the whole house starts to become possessed and come to life by uh you know real uh kind of demonic forces or whatever um and you i remember that the tales from the dark side music would play when that happened, but I was watching the DVD and it didn't so much. So maybe I'm confusing that with a different episode, or maybe they have a different version for the TV episode or something. I don't know. I'm getting confused. Anyway, uh, maybe that, that's a parallel universe where that happened. <laughs> anyway, so Trick or Treat's a great one. Uh, all the costuming and the special effects are are pretty good for TV. You could tell a lot of the budget went into that first episode of the pilot. And uh, it's classic. I recommend you watch that one. And uh, if you watch it on YouTube, it's going to be pretty cut up. Um, but you can pretty much get the gist of it. And uh, it's still on there right now, so that's cool. Um, but watching it on DVD, again, the, the DVD quality isn't that really isn't that much, not really that much better. But um, uh, I, I've heard bad things about the Blu-ray uh tales from the dark side like something it was kind of a disappointment so i figured plus i again with blu-rays i hate navigating the menus 
uh, they really overdo it with some of these Blu-rays. That's why I don't buy a lot of Blu-rays unless I really have to, because they don't let you fast forward through the commercials. They make you watch the commercials and, and the menus are just a big pain in the butt most of the time. Overblown. And, uh, yeah, you get better picture quality, but again, how sharp does the damn thing have to be? You know, <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to touch on Batman a little bit later. Cause I just, I got the, the Batman four pack that I ordered on eBay and, uh, it's got all four Batman movies from, uh, back in the day, the first Batman, Batman returns, which I might watch tonight, uh, Batman forever and Batman and Robin, um, all the classics, uh, <laughs> So the, the, the next episode I'm going to talk about that uh, I, I liked was this gambling episode. I forgot the name of the title, but it's the first season. And it has Danny Aiello in it. And uh, he does a good job. He's kind of like this like this, um, kind of like a gangster gambler dude that always, like a bookie or something, a booker or whatever they call those dudes were. He's always betting, and he always wins on his bet. He always goes all in, all in, you know, he, and he wins a lot. And one of the guys that I think ended up just dying or something that, I don't know, I forgot what the thing was. Like, he just recently couldn't afford to pay somebody, and they killed him or something. He comes back as kind of like this ghost, although they don't really play it. Yeah, they, they, they do. He kind of just appears there, so he's a ghost. And he's dressed in a white suit. And he, uh, you know, he's he bets uh, by midnight that uh, Danny Aiello's character will die. And, of course, Danny Aiello goes all in. He's like, I die. He's like, oh, this is going to be easy money. He's like, uh, you know, I think it's something like uh, 50 grand or something like that. And they're going back and forth and to talk about all the things. Uh, that happened to the guy, and and uh, so Danny, I was laughing throughout the episode. This is going to be so easy, and he's just talking it up. And he gets to midnight, and he's sweating. He's sweating, but he makes it. And after that, the the, the guy leave the ghost leaves, and he gives him the money. And his buddy, that's been kind of this right hand man, that's been saying, "Ah, oh, you won that. You won that. No problem. You had me scared there." He's like, yeah. He's like, I got, I got him with the old, oldest trick in the book. He's like, I always win. He's like, uh, I, I wound the uh, clock forward about an hour, you know. And he's laughing and everything, and uh, and then it starts to become midnight for real. And then he actually he he dies uh, laughing or something like that. And it's not a bad episode. It's actually one of the better ones, and it's neat to see Danny, good old Danny Aiello. Uh, acting back in the day and, and that got a low budget Tales in the Dark Side episode. Uh, they, they have like a scatter shot of, of uh, you know, worthy actors, uh, mainstream actors that you'd recognize here, scattered throughout here and there. Um, the next one I, I liked was based on a short story, I guess. It's called Slippage. And in that, um, uh, this guy, you've seen him in, in a bunch of movies. I can't think of his name, though. He was in The Warriors. It's a short guy, character actor. Excuse me. He, uh, 
he is finding that uh, he's not getting invited to his high school reunion and that less and less people know him as time goes on. And this guy, uh, one of his friends, um, ends up, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. Something happens with him and his his girlfriend, and people just start forgetting who he is. And uh, he starts disappearing in his life, and he what happens is that everyone starts forgetting his his own girlfriend forgets about him and his best friend forgets about him and then they end up dating and <laughs> he could, he disappears into the shadows and he just i'd like to read the short story of it because i'm sure that's a neat one but it's pretty it's a pretty weak you know episode but it's still kind of funny and tales from the dark santa has a lot of kind of weak episodes but they're <laughs> They're just kind of, they're funny um, to watch because some of them are so bad, you know. This had potential to be a bit better if it if they had more time to do stuff with it. But So I'd like to uh, read the short story or something. Um, and then the la- latest one that I liked was In the Closet, which is a classic episode Tom Savini directed. <clears throat> you know, Tom Savini's a big... Uh, special effects guys from the 80 and 80s and 90s 90s there he did some of the best special effects in movies um and he there's this girl that is renting a room at this guy's place and the guy's like kind of like a uh he's up there in the faculty there he's either a teacher or a principal or something like that at a college and uh this girl is like convinced that oh there's something in the closet there's a small miniature closet that she's uh, uh, hearing stuff move around in, and she looks in there, and she uh, she gets she didn't she didn't see anything, but she hears something at night. She ends, she thinks it's it's like rats or something. She puts a mouse trap in there, and uh, she hears it go go off, and then she can't open the door, and then the next day she's looking around to see if she feels anything, and of course. She gets her finger stuck on the mouse trap, which is stupid because she was just poking her hand around there and bl- bloody and all that. And again, she tells the guy, and the guy's like, Well, no, there's nothing in there. You're just, come on. It's just, uh, you're just hearing things. And uh, eventually she finds out that uh, the door opens, and, and when she's investigating, and this little creature pops out and jumps on her back. And, uh, it's funny because this thing's about four feet tall, but it manages to flip her completely over. <laughs> and she falls on her head and cracks her neck or something and dies immediately. And uh, and uh, the thing is pretty gross looking. It's kind of a white fleshy ghoul with sharp claws and everything. And uh, the thing comes down uh, the next night, the next day or something while he's, the guys on the the room, the, the guy, the owner of the house is on the phone talking to who, whoever the, her parents are, and uh, and oh yeah, I haven't seen her, and it's not my responsibility. And here comes a little ghoul creature coming down the steps, and uh, it hugs his leg, and he picks it up like it's his little doggy, and they go upstairs, and he he's hugging the little ghoul. There you go, and that's how it ends. <laughs> There's a lot of abrupt endings. They kind of like this show used to be on. I used to watch this with a good friend of mine uh, on Saturday nights, 
and we'd watch it after Saturday night, Saturday night, night live. And a lot of the shows ended a lot similar to how a lot of the skits ended on SNL. It just kind of like they didn't they didn't end quite. They didn't really stick the the uh, the, the landing on the ending. But uh, this is one of the better episodes. So I'll probably watch Halloween Candy tonight. Um, but I'll go into Batman. I was watching Batman last night, and I got a projector, so it's great to watch um, uh, movies on the projector because the screen's a lot bigger. It feels more filmatic. Filmatic. Uh, I just made up a new word. <laughs> it just feels more theatrical, and you get a bigger picture. And so, whenever there's a POV shot, you feel definitely in the movie. And I like the, uh, I just like, I like the big picture, man. And I bought a small little speaker to put towards the front and it's like wireless and there's a little bit of lapse, which is unfortunate, but it's, it's, it's not too loud, it, but it's just loud enough. And it's like, I got it for like $13 or something on eBay. <laughs> and so it's like, it's wireless and it's, the sound's coming from the front. You know, and it does the job, but it's like, I wish it was a little bit louder. But again, it's cool to watch Batman on the big screen. I've never owned Batman. I always thought that I should. And uh, I was at, I was going um, to, what was it? What was I doing one day? I was going to, um, I was at, yeah, I was at Meyer. It's at the grocery store there, and I saw that they had Batman a two-pack for something like 10 or 12 bucks. And I'm like, you know, I've seen the four, the one where you have the four movies in one, like the Lethal Weapons in one DVD set, in one case. So I ordered it on, on eBay. Of course, eBay isn't perfect. Uh, so one of the guys said, oh, this, this listing closed. I think it was like for $5 or something. And so I didn't get the best price. But I still got it for probably around the same or a little bit cheaper, maybe a cheaper by a dollar or two. And I get it. And, and the case is kind of, I'm looking at it right now. It's like kind of, I think the dog got to it a little bit. There's little puncture wounds in the uh, case there, which is kind of shoddy. Really, I should have wrote that in the review. Like, hey, this case is uh, a little bit up chewed. But not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, and I have some DVD cases. I can just put it in a new one there if I wanted to. And it's it's one of those, it's the double-sided one where they have a movie on each side, which is fine. I think I prefer the individual DVDs. But um, it's just fun watching Batman again. And Batman's a good one to watch around Halloween. And because it's it's, you know, bat he's you know bat batman and you know the joker it's you know the it's colorful he's a colorful villain and uh there's that the, the balloons you know there's they got the big air balloons with the gas gassing the city and all that so it's it's very halloween themed almost it, the colors and everything remind me of halloween so there you go i might watch batman returns tonight we'll see how it goes but as far as like scary movies, you know, the thing I usually reserved for when it's very, when it's really cold out or when it's, uh, it's snowed a lot, 
then I'll watch the thing because it takes place when it's all snowy. And, uh, but I'm trying to think what else, like The Hand, I've watched a few, a few times. That's always a good one to watch, but, you know, I want to, I don't know if I'll watch it again recently. I love watching it, but if you watch it so many times, you can wear it out. Um, The Beast Must Die, that's always a classic. Um, So a lot of these I might, I might still watch in November. And, uh, if you haven't seen The Beast Must Die or The Hand, both of them are fantastic, cheesy, uh, older horror horror movies. Um, the Hand, of course, has my good friend Sir Michael Caine in it, and uh, he gets his hand uh, lopped off. He's a uh, he's a, a comic book uh, illustrator, and uh, he uh, you know he his hand becomes uh, after it gets chopped off and severed, it, it becomes alive. And it hunts down, hunts down people that uh, he doesn't like in his life. And you're not sure if it's for really real happening that the hand's killing people or if it's in his head. All psychological. Um, very interesting. Very fun and, and directed by uh, uh, Oliver Stone, one of his earlier works. And I was listening to uh, Michael Caine's autobiography that he narrated, narrated uh, called Blow the Bloody Doors Off. Uh, blowing the bloody doors off. And he talks about, and he says that every time he talks to Oliver Stone and uh, Oliver says, Michael, your best movie was The Hand. <laughs> Which The Hand didn't really do big business, you know, and it's funny, he talks about the swarm and The Hand and the movie, you know, how these, some of the, he's been in some flops. And, uh, but he's like, the movies though were, were good for him at the time. Like he needed the money for his family and all that. So it, it worked out, but it's, uh, you know, I recommend that one as well. Um, another fun one is the monster squad, which I, I really liked when I was a kid that that's not, that's another one that kind of slipped through the cracks when it came out, didn't really do big business. They didn't really market it too heavily. And, uh, it's got all the great, One's in there. It's got uh, Dracula, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and The Mummy in one movie. And it's just done. You know, it's written by Shane Black. one of my favorite screenwriters. And uh, it's just got some funny lines. And uh, it's an 80s um, kind of teen kid uh, horror movie, but with a lot of comedy. And I always love that. Um and what else? What else? Yeah, there's just a few. I got a few in, in my collection I could watch, but again, nothing's coming to mind. There hasn't been, you know, I don't watch much TV, so there hasn't been, I haven't noticed a lot of horror movies being on TV because I'm usually on YouTube. But I'm trying to sneak in some more movies because it's just too easy to get kind of hooked on YouTube and watch uh, videos till the cow co- cows come home. But, uh, I might watch Ghostbusters again. It's been a few, a couple of years since I've watched the first Ghostbusters. It's always fun. Uh, I do have Ghostbusters 2, which is always a fun one. Even though it's a flawed movie, it's still, you know, it's got some fun moments. And uh, let's see. What else? What else? Um, feel free to send me recommendations. Uh, by email, uh, screamingeagles7 at gmail.com. Send me some recommendations. 
I doubt anyone will. But uh, <laughs> um, what else? What else? Yeah, so Inktober, 10-second cartooning. Check it out. Um, I've been playing a uh, some. Uh, I got. I, I bought a Nintendo Switch, uh, and on Nintendo Switch, I have a game called Red Dead Redemption. And Red Dead Redemption is one of the best Western video games ever made, and it came out uh, around 2010. And uh, I was in California then, and a good buddy of mine, uh, you know, he had the PlayStation, and uh, we we played that and Skyrim and all that. And uh, I have it finally it came out for the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, and I've been playing that. And there is a um, they call these the, the DLCs. There they come out. I forgot what that means, DLC, but uh, an upgrade where there's the, the Undead Nightmare version. So you basically fight zombies in the West, and uh, so I'm looking forward to playing that. And there's undead bears and everything, and um, such a great game. And uh, such a great open world Western game. And uh, it's kind of like the Skyrim of Westerns. And uh, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, and I, I have not been able to play that. Although I could look to see if it's on Steam. But I, I rarely play video games on my laptop because um, my battery just can't take much. It's. You know, it's a good laptop, but it's got a lot of power to it, so it, the battery is just it's too taxing for it. So I don't pay, play too much long term on on there. Let me look it up. Red Dead Redemption Two on Steam. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two on Steam. 60% off. That's pretty cool. So I might eventually play that. But again, it's on the laptop and, uh, you know, it's just not that great of a uh, thing to play video games on. And again, you have to have the graph, your graphics chip has to be good. I don't know how good this graphics chip is to play that kind of game. But uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Um, I was watching <clears throat> a YouTube guy called Dark Darkstalker Five. He uh, he covers solo RPG games, and he talks about he actually he was reviewing a an old Atari game. Um, I think it was, had to do with the Adams Family or the Monsters. I think it was the Monsters, the Grandpa from the Monsters. Yeah, that's what it was, and it was like his video game. And you have to find him or something, and it's just it's from the Atari seventy five hundred or something, and uh, yeah, uh, it it's in color. And it's like you know, there's a whole that's a whole thing. I never played those, you know. That was like around when Nintendo was getting real big, like late eighties, early nineties. So they're trying to compete with Nintendo. And there's a whole bunch of games for that system, the Atari, the Atari 7500 or whatever that is. And uh, I never got to see or play. I was always into. I always played on my buddy's uh, black and white TV, his Atari games, 2600. 
we played a bunch of games on that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't, didn't even have a color TV then <laughs> to play the Atari games. It's all black and white. So, uh, yeah, um, back in the day, back in the day. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to check out more games. Let's see. Let me type it in. Atari 7500. All cartridge games back then. Oh, I'm sorry. 7800, as I was. I'll type in game list. Atari 7800 game list. Yeah, the 7800. They have 59 officially released games, <laughs> which isn't really much. I mean, I guess it's enough to get have some kind of library, but in the, really not too much here. You got some of the classics like Choplifter, which I had on my C64, 128. Donkey Kong Commando, all the classics. But better graphics and a better color palette than the older Ataris. Definitely than uh, better than the 2600. Kung Fu Master. They had Mario Brothers. Ninja Golf. That's pretty cool. Um, Miss Pac-Man, of course, yeah. Winter Games, which I had in my C64. The classic Winter Games. I love that. Where you could be a uh, power lifter. But yeah, whatever the one is based on the monsters, the grandpa and the monsters, that's the one he was playing. Check out Dark Darkstalker 5 and his video. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to have on in the background and you can do other stuff. Uh, well, he's we're listening to him. He's an entertaining YouTuber. He's going full time with it, so I, I respect him for that. Although he's a, he's a little he's a little zany. He might not be your cup of tea. Anyway, uh Anything else? I'm going to wrap it up. I uh, can't think of anything else. Hope you're all having a great, happy Halloween. And I'll be on again soon. I might do a late night uh, with Hambo uh, because it's uh, it's been a while since I've done like the, a raw four in the morning pod. And uh, I'll give you a little bit of the real stuff there. I'm usually listening to Art Bell late at night around that time. So... Uh, yeah, stay tuned. Um, sorry, only two podcasts this month. Uh, but I'm looking at maybe I'll try to make up for that in November. November is a big, busy month for me. Uh, big birthday month and uh, a lot of planning going on. Thanksgiving and I got to pay my, oh, my car stickers, which is always a big expense. It's unfortunate. It's got to be like that. But uh, just for some dang stickers. But, uh, all right, I'll, I'll be back and may you have long days and pleasant nights and, uh, happy Halloween. Pass out that candy. <laughs>